0: hey everybody
1: hi friends i'm megan and i'm allison and welcome to out of the average podcast welcome everyone so we're doing a little bit of a follow-up episode from last week so if you didn't listen to it we talked about um our favorite uh, philosophical mathematician pythagoras (laughs) and his school and one of the contributions of pythagoras um well I guess you could say contributions, is um, this idea of Western numerology, which a lot of people use um, as like, sort of like a personality test, almost like a Meyer Briggs or an Enneagram. Um, These are just ways, numerology is just another way to like learn about your strengths, your weaknesses. um, And it's through numbers. Um, So we're gonna be explaining a little bit of numerology today as well as discussing um, our personal numbers too. So what do you say, Megan, shall we get started? Yeah, let's get weird. Let's get weird.
0: Even though today we're focusing on uh Pythagorean's basis behind our western numerology that we're using, there was there are actually multiple forms of numerology mm-hmm. um in a lot of different ways, but While we're focusing on the Pythagorean way, I thought that it would still be important to mention another form, which is called Chaldean numerology. And that's because a lot of people think that the basis of the Pythagorean numerology, which is what we are using and what is most often used, really came from the Chaldean numerology. It was like highly influenced from it. Mm -hmm. So I figured that I'd just touch on it a little bit here. So the Chaldeans were an ancient group of people who at one point occupied uh, Babylonia. Mm -hmm. And one thing that they really contributed to society, aside from like their knowledge of astronomy and a whole bunch of different things, was their significance of numerology. So for some reason, for that reason, it's known as Babylon numerology. Is Babylonian numerology is another way that you might have been uh, referred to as Chaldean. So it's supposedly the most accurate method of numerology, while the way that we are using Pythagorean is really straightforward and Mm -hmm. held as kind of like the I don't want to say top way but like the most most popular popular way yeah of
1: western like of western numerology Mm -hmm. um
0: this is supposed to be a little bit more accurate so I think that the reason that uh the Chaldean way is a little bit more specific maybe is because it focuses on energy changes and projections and so part of that is that with this system one would use their current name to typify what their name number is mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily the name that you were given at birth what's on your birth certificate or your full written out like including your middle name which a lot of people don't use their middle names mm-hmm. um so this or even like it could be like I am known sometimes more as Meg than Megan mm-hmm. if I only go by my short or nickname that's what I would use and that's the energy that you're projecting into the world so it makes sense why you would want to focus on this for your reading a hundred so, Another difference, like it's quite a similar system to the Pythagorean numerology, but another main difference from the Pythagorean numerology is that the number assignment ranges only from one to eight rather than nine, which is what we mentioned in our previous episode, Mm -hmm. so the number assignments to the letters in our alphabet would just go through one through eight. And that's because to the Chaldeans, the number nine was sacred and a holy number. Um, but if your name does total to nine, then you would still use nine. So there's still like a numerological assignment, like a meaning behind the number nine, even though we don't use that in our typifying system.
1: Mm-hmm. And with the so, Chaldean numerology, even though it's one through eight, it's not necessarily like, it's not necessarily, like super um, like, always like repeating one through eight, right? Like there's a little bit of variety. How do you mean? Um, So like, for example, with like the Pythagorean numerology that we're going to talk about, um, we have the alphabet, but so we have like A equals one and B equals two, and that's a one through Mm -hmm. nine scale. Um, But then once you get, I forget which letter it is, but you'll complete, you'll always repeat the one through nine before it repeats again. With the Chaldean, I don't think it's exactly, it's like, it's not one through eight and then repeats one through eight again. Right,
0: Right, yes, there's like a different, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I can actually give you, if you're interested, the Chaldean numerology. So
1: for one,
0: yeah, so for one, it's A-I-J-Q-Y, two is B-K-R, three is C-G-L-S, four is D-M-T, Five is E H N X, mm-hmm. six is U V W, seven is O Z, and eight is F P. So those are the numerological orders for. Do
1: you know why it's it's like that,
0: or I don't. I actually okay. didn't find. A le- I just saw that like that this was listed in like I checked a couple of different websites. Yeah, no, totally. I, and I, I that just was really just a sure. chart.
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder if it has to do with like what they believe the energetics of the letters have to do in like in congruence to yeah it could be i mean they were super
0: yeah, like they were definitely meticulous. So there must have mm-hmm. been like a specific reason why those ones. And since they were so focused on the energy and like mm-hmm. energy projections, I'm sure that yep. did have a factor. It didn't matter,
1: like as far as like keeping things quote unquote in order.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. This was their own order. Yeah. For doing it. And essentially the numbers, so so all of this boils down to, you know, like the single digit um number. And essentially the numbers have the same meanings as I do with the Pythagorean system because like with like you know if we're saying that the number like two always gives off like we mentioned the last time this feminine energy yeah, or something along happens. those lines it has like this this significance um the significance of the numbers are pretty much the same because they should always be the same if we're talking about numbers holding these significant meanings yeah. so um but in chaldean numerology people also study the compound number as well as this the like so that's like the double digit number oh, as well yeah. as a single digit so like in this system and there is more like you can do a more simplified reading or an advanced reading with the Caldean system um but in the system where you're doing the compound numbers, the single digit will represents the physical or like the outward appearance of a person's name, for instance. Mm-hmm. And then the compound number represents the metaphysical or the hidden influences behind the name. And the compound numbers each have a meaning of their own separate from the root numbers. And it goes all the way up through the number 52. And like that's where the classification of the, like the meanings come through. And you can also use tarot cards to determine the meaning of the higher numbers. So, whereas you can use, like, for instance, we, we are going to um, post a source of this that has, like, a chart with the meanings of the numbers one through nine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were interested in anything higher, you can just look at um, a basic tarot description to take that number. So,
1: like, like if your, num- your compound number was, like, 50. 50- 52 like you would look mm-hmm. for the 50 yeah cards. yeah so it would be I like- actually saw as I was doing research and I didn't like touch it any more than than just seeing it um also that sort of idea of um your life path number or we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit more but like um being um included with like a regular deck of cards like what's your your life number with like it's like a queen or like the like queen of hearts or something like well that like, makes yeah that
0: makes sense just if you think about how you can use a regular deck of card as a tarot deck
1: that is very true yeah. so if you so that would make sense yeah. it was just like specifically like those sorts of cards yeah. which you know are a little bit different than tarot cards but I can see how you could both use them in the same way yeah especially yeah. if you're
0: looking at like the origin of like playing ta- or I don't want to say yeah. playing but like when people would play with tarot cards um you can just use a regular playing deck and a assign the same kind of meanings you just use like those pips it's like the same thing even some tarot cards that you get today don't have imagery maybe in the same way that we are used to seeing it Mm -hmm. um but yeah but so you can use it from that so yeah so you can just use like the same because again we're talking about these numbers all holding a significant meaning Mm -hmm. in our reality so you shouldn't it shouldn't matter kind of where you're pulling it from essentially Um, a couple of differences too um, uh, the date of birth number. So we will talk about like birth numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It focuses just on the day of the month you were born, not the addition of your full birthday. So I know that there are, you can assess just your day of birth number with this too. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons why they focus on this so much is because while your name could change throughout your life, the date of your birth is consistent Mm -hmm. it's never going to change so it's really significant in this system in particular Mm -hmm. and then um, after you calculate all of your numbers you can essentially figure out if your name has good or bad vibrations and then work with that to to use this in the first place and you can also use chaldean numerology to predict what's going to happen in a specific month or what may have happened in a specific month in the past So, yeah, so that's just a little deep dive into Chaldean numerology. I was going to do my own um, assessment, but I was like, this is way too complicated. (laughs) And to be honest, I was like really focusing on the Pythagorean numerology. Mm -hmm. um, Because like, have you ever done numerology before? Have you ever focused on numerology in general?
1: So when I first started getting in, when I first discovered I was an empath, someone had um, recommended me looking into my numerology. But back at that point, I was not there yet. Like I kind of like, I knew my numbers but I still couldn't like connect it to my life and what I was doing. And like, I couldn't connect it as like a, um, like a, a guiding point. Cause that's what people use like for numerology. Totally. I feel like now that I'm like, I haven't looked at it again. And now I'm finally in a place like specifically for this podcast where I was like looking into it. And I was like, oh, this makes like a little bit of sense now. Like I'm in a place where I understand it. Um, But yeah, so this is the first time I'm, like, looking back into numerology. Um, What about you, Megan?
0: So I've looked into it a couple of times, Mm -hmm. never as in depth as I have for this
1: episode, for sure.
0: Like, I never really looked into, like, all five, like, five main numbers. Um, I did, when I was younger, like, I do remember, like, remember the early stages of, like, the internet, and you yeah. like do all those random online yeah. like quizzes and stuff like that like the same as like when I don't know like you used to get your horoscope emailed to you like every morning so I remember going on and doing my numerology back then but like I certainly mm-hmm. didn't know of it as like my life path number or yeah. like my expression number or anything like that not at all oh and then God. I really hadn't looked into like I I always understood like the idea behind numerology and in fairness, I have always had a favorite number and a lucky number.
1: Uh, But those are just Megan and my favorite number is the same.
0: Yes, it is the same. And also it's a number that came up a lot in my chart.
1: (laughs) So my favorite number is the number eight. (laughs) And I love that eight come up at all, but it's really funny because I don't know if eight I mean eight obviously has like some special significance because I feel like as I've like journeyed into this world of spirituality and and energy and stuff I've met a lot of people who really vibe with the number eight
0: me too (laughs) one of my other good friends favorite number is eight as well and I'm like it's so it seems like a random quote-unquote as any number could be random you know yeah number but uh but yeah so it is weird but yeah so that's like about where where I was at with this nothing nothing so as extensive as I was focusing on for this previous yeah. to this conversation you had asked me about my life path number so I that's what made me look into it specifically mm-hmm. you know like again I should say like my
1: life path number was the only number that I remembered so I had to calculate everything else um but uh let's go into a little bit of Pythagorean numerology and then we can talk about our totally our specific numbers um there's really not much to add because again Pythagoras um a ad- dot like a ad- adopted and adapted Calvian numerology into his numerology. And we know from like last episode that Pythagorean spent some time in Babylonia as like a prisoner who was taken Mm -hmm. captive. And so that's probably where he had learned all about numerology. He was already into like mysticism and, and, um, you know believing in the spirituality of like numbers and mathematics and stuff like that, that. So it would make sense for him to adopt this numerical system and bring this um, spirituality aspect to it, even though like Caldean numerology already had that. Um, it was like, obviously he would adopt, adopt these ideas. Um, we also have uh, what we talked about last week was the tech with which is this um, triangle, which I'm not gonna go too much into it because we talked about it last episode, but it has, um, it has like, it's a triangle of 10 dots. And so this is where he believes all these numbers have their... Um, like specifically the numbers one through nine, have uh, all these special characteristics, have these special traits, have strengths, weaknesses. And so he adopted um, the system but made it a little bit more logical and straightforward to follow, which is what Megan and I were kind of talking about before is that when we're connecting these letters and numbers um, it's a straight pattern. So it's like you have A equals one, B equals two, and you continue the letters until you get to nine, and then you repeat. So there, it's not all over the place. Um,
0: and so, yes. Well, we, and we should also note too that um, while we're calling this a Pythagorean system, mm-hmm. because this is like the basis of it, yeah, people did work on this over time. And yes. perhaps like the way that we know and understand numerology today is still going to be different from how Pythagoras was looking at it and considering all this too so we should know that and like even while I was looking into this I found out that the that while like the concept or ideal of numerology has been around for a long time it wasn't until the early 20th century that the word numerology was actually
1: even first yes Yes.
0: yeah I feel like that really goes to show like where in time this became more popularized oh
1: exactly it's it probably evolved super much Uh, on the chart I have it's called the the Pythagorean like method the Mm -hmm. method of like how to calculate and so that's also another way it's like you can distinguish that this isn't all of his just exactly his work, but it was a starting point point. 100 percent um and so really what we wanted to talk about today too um with this like pythagorean method pythagorean numerology we'll just use that as as the terminology for today are these five core numbers um they're called five core numbers Uh, we have the, um, life path number. We have the expression number. We have our heart's desire number, our personality number, and then our birthday number. And I'll go into each one of them and how you can calculate them. Um, but on top of the numbers one through nine, there are in Pythagorean numerology, there are also three master numbers that you don't simplify down. Um, and that's the number 11, 22 and 33. And that's because it's believed with like, um, like repeating numbers have like increased vibrational power. And you know, I I actually didn't look into this and because it's one of those things where it's like, why did I think about this? Like right before we're gonna record. are um, angel numbers. Like if you're familiar totally. with angel numbers, like it's like the repeating numbers. So if you constantly see one or you constantly see 11 or like 111, um, specifically a lot of people talk about like numbers on the clock, seeing two, 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 like three, three, three. Four, four, four. Um, I, I'm four, four, four. That's like the angel number. Um, I I know that the increase in vibrational power, it also has that sort of idea with angel numbers, but I didn't look up if the number like the I like the concept of like the meaning of each number are similar to the Pythagorean method numbers. I'm actually not sure if there's a similarity. I think that there is just based off of like the, the fact that for these
0: like angel numbers or repetitive numbers, mm-hmm. a lot of the times like the reason, the, the core meaning is taken from the one number or the, like one number repeating and again all of these numbers are supposed to have one similar basis in our world you know what I interesting, mean interesting yeah um, but it does make sense like if you think like some like if you see this one number it means that you're going to be more um like you're going to have a lot more money coming yeah in. like that oh like, yeah that's true it's like true. that, it's that like eight, is like eight
1: like it's
0: an abundance
1: number mm-hmm. but actually could, like, actually let me look on this chart I don't know if eight so like eight Necess- mm, okay, so
0: it's, it does depend though, because it it, for instance, like the so the chart that we are going to yeah. um, source put in our source material yeah. for this, um, you can interpret everything differently. It's so true. so something could be considered like you have good judgment or you have good whatever, but it this might not number come. Number eight,
1: she's using by the way, which yeah. is like the angel number of abundance. So like the positive trait of that is good judgment and systematic, just like
0: be clear. Yeah, I actually didn't even check the chart for that one. I just had that in my head, but now I'm going to the chart because now I'm like, okay, let me make sure I'm actually not just talking out of my butt. Yeah, so for instance, on this chart that we're going to reference, eight is organized, good judgment and systematic. Um, But whereas like on another chart, you might see that it's more focused on balance Mm. and that if you have like that core root where you have good judgment, or systematic judgment and balance go hand in hand together so I think it could just be a way of interpreting the core meaning of it
1: that's true I was just saying with the angel number eight or like eight 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 that's like abundance is coming oh it's right interesting yeah thing that eight's like quote-unquote negative traits because again all these numbers like numbers one through nine as well as 11 22 and 33 um, are said to have positive traits and negative traits and so eight is almost being too materialistic and so it would be so it's interesting how the angel number has like this abundance is coming like abundance doesn't have to be materialistic but like sometimes we kind of put two and two together like abundance with money mm-hmm. But like
0: but it makes sense because the angel number you for angel numbers or like the seeing out of specific numbers like that most people see that as a good omen rather than like a bad omen whereas if we're say- like
1: I mean, this is just this chart. This is chart- yeah. Chart- we're yeah.
0: using numerology in this sense to focus on the positive aspects mm-hmm. and the negative aspects, or what you should focus on to succeed in on your path, or well, yeah, what you should focus on to succeed on your path, whether it's by cutting back a specific habit or putting it, like implementing something or taking something away. Whereas when you're looking at an angel number, you're often, at least I feel like for us, when we're looking at an angel number or a repetitive number it's and we see a it come message.
1: up. It's more of a message than a learning yeah, well, about yourself. So I guess there is that distinction as well.
0: Yeah. Like you're kind of using, you're, you're looking at at it as like a positive sign. You're not looking at it as how am I going to take this and improve on the rest of my day? Kind of, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like automatically you're putting like a good, I don't want to say, but putting a good spin on it. But when you see something like that point out, you're like, oh, like this is a positive, like I, I'm on the right track. Like, I see this and I know that I'm on the right track. Whereas when you're pointing out for your numerology for- Actually though, with
1: angel numbers, I don't know, maybe this is just me being a little different. Like, it's like, if you see like 1111 on the clock, they want you to, it's like, pay attention to what you're talking about so like or pay attention to what you're thinking about because so it could be more cautionary yeah you might have to like shift it yeah like and so it's like it's a good thing if you're thinking about like you're having like really like positive thoughts but if you're thinking really negatively it's supposed to be like a um kind of like a trigger to be like okay maybe you need to like shift
0: that's a good point
1: well I feel like that's the
0: whole the whole point of numerology in general I guess you know so I think that maybe number Angel actually, numbers are yeah. definitely in the same vein.
1: All, like I said, all I'd, look, this, I'd like to look into that a little bit more, I think.
0: Totally. Yeah. All of this, regardless, like the, the focus on numerology, it's all supposed to have the same root regardless. Like if you are seeing this number, the, the number is supposed to have the same meaning pretty much always regardless of like the context yeah. of like which number system or what it is you could not believe in I, the Pythagorean system or anything but if you yeah. still see the number eight it still could be lucky for you like you know oh, what I mean yeah. it could still so yeah regardless it's, it's, it's gonna it still have
1: a lot of um like personal like
0: assignment yeah like pleasure. what you're putting on your your perspective your your own personal spin for things but it is supposed to all be the same all numbers are still supposed to have the same meaning across different contexts
1: yeah and then this also and we talked a little bit about this before and we don't have to go too much into it but like i also was curious about whether or not um this method the pythagorean method was um connected to enneagrams if you know your enneagram number Mm um but we don't have to go too much into that that was just something that I was just gonna throw out there as well if anybody's interested in looking into that and if you're interested in Enneagram um it's Enneagram is also this like personality um like test I guess you can say um Mm. that's based between numbers one through nine and so like that's a similarity between them I'm personally a four and I think you're an eight yeah yeah I'm yeah pretty, so if I remember you're, correctly. you're pretty like <laughs> pretty, you're, yeah. a, you're an eight across just wait course. guys so you
0: hear what all my numbers are
1: <laughs> okay so we're Not going hard to guess we're going a little bit on a like let's uh let's milk this uh pun, this math <laughs> yeah. pun as far as we can uh, we are going a little bit on a tangent so let's, <laughs> let's uh <laughs> You know it didn't. I will I will
0: say it wasn't until last week's episode that I even realized how often we use you, you and I in particular use the word tangent. And this and I'm like we are constantly saying the word tangent we're going on a tangent and I'm like it's the most mathy like nerdy (laughs) word and you and I are constantly using it and then I didn't realize how I was listening back on last week's episode because at one point in the episode if you guys haven't listened to it just go listen to it (laughs) I said oh we're going on a tangent and it's like and I pointed out how it was a pun and I didn't even realize at the beginning of the episode we also
1: used the word tangent and neither of us picked up on it we just let it go by. Speaking of tangents, so like one of those tangents we went on was me talking about my brother loving triangles and it being his favorite shape. And we didn't know why. And I'll clarify that oh, right yeah. now. Um, I because I asked what him, a cliffhanger. <laughs> I asked him why it's his favorite shape. And he says it's because it's nature's strongest shape. And so that was his answer. I didn't ask. Good reasoning. Laugh. <laughs> it's nature's it. strongest shape. So this is another math angle. <laughs> Love it. All right. Why don't okay. we go into okay.
0: what
1: okay. the core numbers We're are? What, okay. What the, so the five core is. numbers, I listed them before. Um, so I'm not gonna I know I listed them before and we've we've talked a little bit, but now I'm just gonna go through all of them. So yeah. go through all of them and how to calculate them. So the first uh, core number is our life path number. And so it kind of sounds like what it is. It's this roadmap of your life. It's kind of the purpose of your life. What you're like, yeah, the path you're going to go on in life. And so to calculate this number, it's the um, basically uh, calculating your full birthday into a like so month day year in all the way down to one number i don't know if we've explained this how to calculate before so should i give my birthday so my birthday is november 20th yeah well yeah well
0: i was actually gonna say like we're being very open on this in the first place one of the reasons personally why i why i'm being open into it is i mean for one I don't. I, not that I don't hold I stock just want in to this, give an example of how to
1: calculate. So yeah, how to get but, it down to one number.
0: Well, I just, in general, the reason why we're being so like I am so open with this is because like you can get my birthday and my name on. It is public information, so anybody can calculate it. So that is one of the reasons why I don't mind sharing. But if if you want to give my birthday, like I don't care. I'll give my birthday. It okay. okay.
1: It's again, it's one of those things. Um, So my birthday is November 20th, 1995. So 11, 20, 1995. And so the way you would uh, calculate this number is you would calculate every single, like you would basically add up every single number. So you would have one plus one plus two plus zero plus one plus nine plus nine plus five. And that brings you to, um, I think it brings you to, I don't know off. I think it brings you to 82. I'm not doing it quickly because I know that from 82, then you have this compound number, you add up those two single digits. So it would be eight plus two, which would be 10. So I have another compound number, which would be one plus zero, which would be one. So I'm a life path one. Mm-hmm. So that's how you simplify it down to one number. If you are curious how you do that. So I'm specifically a life path one. I don't know you Me- Megan you want to oh this?
0: yeah I'll, I'll share sorry <laughs>
1: yeah because yeah, we'll just do it as we go
0: yeah true that I'm a laugh I'm a lag oh my gosh why can't I say it I'm a life path number eight yeah <laughs> surprise surprise that. guys <laughs> so I'm a life path number eight which I did know and I loved when I first found that out just because of the fact that I love that you know my yeah it's it my favorite number so I was like woo, exciting yeah. which was basically my
1: reaction to all of this Woo, exciting <laughs> exciting so um a life path one um so the positive personality traits again from this chart on divinity world which we'll link um the positive personality traits of this are courageous a leader individual willing to take the initiative although the negative traits are selfish lazy egotistical and aggressive (laughs) um but because like life path is this road path like this road map um i'm basically a, a like in my life, my purpose is to be a leader, to take initiative, to, like, maybe pave the path for in whatever way, like, so that's how you could kind of interpret your number to, like, your, to what you're actually, um, to the core number, I guess you would say.
0: Yeah, totally, because you want to be able to use this, the whole point is to be able to utilize this information. Mm -hmm. You want to do it to make your path. and with the life path number, of course, we're talking about how, to go on your journey throughout your life what to expect out of it but I got um
1: worried and I gotta make sure that I'm not too selfish lazy egotistical and aggressive which you know called out <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh well and again mine is the yeah. we did reference it earlier for eight it's or, the positives are organized good judgment and system systematic whereas the negatives would be impatient desires too much recognition and materialistic which is along the same lines of like other other things that I've I've seen so like it's kind of like you have to, like, I could be really ambitious. Um, like I can take risks and usually Mm -hmm. they'll be successful for me because I'm organized and I think it out and Mm -hmm. I have a good use of my management skills, but I also have to be careful on the other hand to not abuse my power Mm -hmm. and to like, be careful of like, not, not to like, you know, don't be too aggressive. Uh yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Like don't 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 try to uh put my name on everything. No, I'm just kidding yeah. I'm taking this really lightly, but for real. Like yeah, but for real. You can see, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's that would that's your advice path number. So now we have four other core numbers that we're gonna go into. So
0: if anyone wants to calculate their own name and then number information for the next four core values. Allison's gonna read off the chart for the Pythagorean system of numbering letters.
1: Yeah, so um, for number one, for one, we have A, J, and S. For two, we have B, K, and T. For three, we have C, L, and U. And for four, we have D, M, V. Five is E, N, W six is f-o-x six is fox seven is g-p-y eight is h-q-z z for our british listen- listeners and canadian listeners and nine is i and r so those are those are the that's how you'll uh calculate like your going forward yeah yeah going forward um, right, so now going, that we put that down. Pack. Yeah. yeah. So going forward, we have our expression number, and that's our destiny number. So this tells us um, our strengths and weaknesses, potentially hidden talents we may have, and how we can reach our goals. And so the way you calculate this is your full name. And so uh, we talked a little bit with the Chaldean numerology, how it's like the name you feel closest to. For Pythagorean numerology, it's the name on your your. Uh, birth, certificate, birth certificate I believe yeah yeah so I did I calculated I'm, I'm not gonna say my full name on the pod but I calculated my first middle and last name together same um and so I ended up with a uh, destiny slash expression number 11 so it, yeah so it was a master number so what's the meaning of that master number so the meaning of the master number 11 hold on let me get it back on the chart because I, I went to the other thing okay so 11 my positive like so again this is strengths and weaknesses hidden talents 11 it, the positive personality traits are intuitive inspirational and spiritual and then my negative traits are nervous and practical and a loner no <laughs> what if you identify as a loner is that so negative I feel like I don't identify as a loner, but I could be a loner in some aspects of my life. I like being alone. (laughs) So is I need my alone time. Like I've always said, like, even if I like live with a partner eventually, like I want to have my own room as well as like a room together. (laughs) I feel (laughs) that though. That's a hundred percent. Like, I just like, I need that like little space. So like, I don't see loner as a bad thing, but it's like. I like. yeah no, i know
0: i guess it's also yeah. all these things are like be careful not to isolate yourself
1: perhaps that's too true much because yeah. this this will not be and i could definitely be impractical <laughs> like, i feel like that is written in my dna genes so <laughs> but i feel like also like as like hidden talents like and, and me discovering my gifts and like my, like my life purpose and where I'm going, which I don't really quite know where I'm going. I'm just letting the wind flow flow with me um, is like i ha- I do have a lot of intuitive inspirational and spiritual gifts so that would um, make sense for like this expression number that tells us our hidden talents and how we reach our goals. It's like I'm learning that my intuition and my spirituality is like really important for me being satisfied mm-hmm. like in life and like moving towards like a, a life that I really want to live so, that was like really interesting for me
0: Mm -hmm. yeah uh mine is nine and you guys are gonna find that literally the only two numbers that I will ever get for all of these is eight and nine it it does not go beyond that so but it can
1: still connect
0: oh it 100 I actually do see I actually do see the merit like behind it yeah yeah I totally do um so for nine the positive traits are philanthropic, humanitarian, and selfless, and the negative are moody and impulsive. And I feel like these are totally accurate. I feel like that's <laughs> totally accurate for like, like your strengths, weaknesses, and that's going to be it for like the next <laughs> three things. <laughs> Which you know, it's also taking it so like it's not like oh, I'm always just gonna be moody or I'm always gonna be selfless and stuff. It's it's how the things that you need to focus on so for yeah, exactly. what we're talking about right now our destiny number you
1: may need you may need like for the destiny number which is like right how t- how you reach your goals you may need to be moody and impulsive at some point in your journey in order to, to reach true your goals, you know? and if if i'm considering like with my said negative but like just because negative doesn't mean it, it's not useful 100% and if
0: we consider that like my life path number is a number eight and it's good for me to take risks and usually mm-hmm. it's beneficial because of the fact that I'm being organized um I have to be careful with my impulsiveness mm-hmm. from this number nine yeah. like that is something to go like hand in hand like I have to be mindful of that so yeah. so yeah so I can see that um so what's the next
1: one the next one is our heart's desire number. So this is basically, it's, it's kind of like right in there, your heart's desire. This is your why. This is your, your subconscious desires that you might not know that you want. So it's almost learning a little bit deeper about yourself, things that like you might not just see mm-hmm. on the surface. Um, so calculate this with um, the vowels of your name which Megan had it was a, had a little bit of an interesting situation because she has a Y. And so a Y could be a vowel or, or a consonant. consonant. So you have to, yeah. de- it depends on the situation. I didn't have that issue. So I just calculated all my vowels and uh, my soul urge. Oh, this number can also be known as your soul's urge number. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and so mine was actually another uh, master number. It was 33. So cool. Yeah, it was 33 and what's that uh significance? and um 33 um so the positive traits of, of that are master teacher nurturing devoted spiritual healing inspiring um altruistic creative compassionate and wise Wow. although my negative traits could be idealistic to a fault Self righteous, meddling, self absorbed, self destructive through elevated self righteousness and overcritical, demanding perfectionism.
0: This one's a doozy.
1: Yeah, like it, there's a lot here. Like, and especially
0: as like your heart's desire, like your soul's urge, that is mm-hmm. a lot to work with. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I
1: think it's, it's one of those, like this number, definitely for me, like, because I just calculated this a day or so ago. So this was, I don't want to say it was a lot to swallow, but I'm just letting my path kind of unfold the way it's supposed to. And again, like this heart's desire is a, um, it's like a subconscious want and desire. And I don't think I quite know like what even my like subconscious wants and desires are mm-hmm. so like this was really interesting but I'm like I don't know if I'm supposed to know yet like at this point in my life that's and fair. that, and that so, actually-
0: if we're going off of like you're you're just letting your path unfold the fact that we're doing this podcast right now and you're learning about
1: it right now, that could be part of your well, path. I was just about to say, like, it actually plays a lot into my human design as well, which is another, like, personality, like, mm-hmm. it's not a personality test because it, it's like your astrological ch- chart. It's based off of your birthday. So it's literally based off of, like, when you were born. But I'm learning about this, so I'm not, like, an expert at all, but I'm a four six, mm-hmm. And so a 6 is, like... Um, It has to do with line, like, so this is like your lines I can't go super into what it means, but like a six is quote unquote, a role model. Um, But the whole idea is that the first 30 years of your life are supposed to be about a like experience and learning. Um, So for me to not quite know what my soul's urge is yet, it's like, I'm still in my learning phase. Mm. So like, I'm not in like my, like, like take action phase. Mm -hmm. Um, just based off my human design um, which I'm a generator so I'm a four six generator Mm -hmm. Um, so that that was really interesting like that's really interesting too and I've had um, a lot of conversations with uh just cuz we're being like super upfront like in this conversation with like intuitives who are like no you're not quite supposed to know like where you're going yet mm-hmm. um which i feel like it i almost fits like the intensity of the number 33 in my opinion so
0: 100% like yeah. i can see how that's in line
1: yeah so it's all so in line with Megan, you Megan surprise us with your number
0: <laughs> uh number 9 okay. <laughs> so i'm not going to go into the into yeah. the chart again but you guys can get the gist yeah. <laughs> So um, what's the
1: next one? Okay, the next one um, is our personality number. So this this I like dubbed our, like if you're familiar with astrology, which I talked about in the November media episode, if you're not like, I did like kind of a small basics thing in the media episode. So if you're not familiar with your rising sign, like that's what the, the personality number feels like. Cause your rising sign um, is basically the mask you wear to the world. It's like the superficial stuff that people just see on the outside. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's called your personality number. So it would basically be your personality. Yeah, like what you're portraying. Um, But yeah, but it reminded me a lot of your rising sign. Um, So the way you would actually um, calculate this is the consonants of your name. So taking out all the vowels and then
0: calculating
1: Mm -hmm. your name from there. Um, My personality number was a five. Okay, and what's that? Uh, Five is, and I feel like this is like totally, like totally- You don't have to go super- okay (laughs) but oh no no. so sorry what's you um it's free-spirited sexual versatile amusing and knowledgeable and I feel like yeah that could kind of fit 100% and then um but the negative traits are careless restless nervous and changeable which Hmm. actually I feel like fits so I'm a Libra rising I'm doing a lot of analysis right now but I'm a Libra rising so that's my rising sign and so Libra risings um can get a little bit of crap because um Libra like that Libra energy is ever changing it's like you can like really like form to the group that you're hanging out with mm-hmm. and so I felt like this almost like those negative traits almost like fit with like the Libra rising ne- negative traits where it's like okay it be like a little bit moldable um so that's like something that like I definitely try to work on because it's like I know I have like separate groups of friends and I know who I am with those groups of friends. And I almost get nervous if like those groups of friends like mix. Cause I was like, who am I supposed to be? Like, <laughs> so. That's interesting. Yeah. And that's like, that's with my re- Libra rising and it almost feels like it's with this five number as well.
0: That's fascinating. Yeah. That's cool that you like tied it's that. It's not that I'm together.
1: a fake person though. I just, I just. No. easily adaptable. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, So mine's nine. <laughs>
1: again <laughs> you want to chat about your nine or no you not can't. really well
0: so like so, so it's like the this is the if we're talking about like this being like the face that we're putting yeah. onto the world yeah. um I it is interesting like the i feel like it's very like i don't like I, I feel like it's a bit much to call myself philanthropic and humanitarian and
1: selfless. <laughs> and like, but,
0: like, I feel like that's just, like, a but like, lot. But,
1: but uh, like, you're a vegan, like, I know, like- yeah, I
0: know. When I think about it, like, on face value, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, literally, like, I all I care about are, like animals plants and like people's well-being like I really do like I'm very passionate about all of those things and also like in terms of like the negative it's moody and impulsive and I'm like yeah 100% I have multiple at times been like oh yeah like I want to go get a tattoo and like I'm just gonna go get it now
1: and moody I mean like come on I'm like yes (laughs) that's all I have to say (laughs) yes um if we are also also i'll call you out i don't know if we mentioned it on the pod but you are a scorpio right? I, that's like, exactly what i was like, about to so say it makes sense that you would be moody and
0: impulsive it, i literally was about to say once i saw that you were like talking about your like tying it into the rising like your ascendant sign i was like oh okay yes if, if we were doing it like that then 100 i can see at least those negative traits quote unquote negative we're calling it yeah. negative but that's just a vibe um but like 100% I can 100% see that like the that tying into it also we're talking about just the mask that we wear as people and like the the reflection of that um oh that is funny though because like I didn't even connect that I just mentioned how I impossibly have gotten tattoos before and Um, if we're talking about like our ascendant sign and like the mess that we're putting on, I feel like that's a very Scorpio. Yeah, very
1: Scorpio. You know,
0: Um, but yeah, so that is, that is fascinating. Um, Yeah, it's very, I feel like looking at these charts, they like kind of like gives you accountability, kind of calls you out a little bit. Not in a bad way. Like I totally own up to who am I, who I
1: am. Yeah, exactly. Like my positive and negatives, like I I know
0: them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Whether or not (laughs) not I feel like fixing them in the moment. Thanks numbers, we are aware. Yeah. (laughs)
0: No, I totally know what you mean. Um, so yeah, so what's the what's the last, uh, the last number, or the
1: last, uh, yeah,
0: the last number. Okay, so our last
1: number, I'm not going to go as in detail with this one, but I also made some connections with my astrology. Um, this is the birthday number. And this is literally just the day you were born. Um, so like whether you were born on the eighth day of the month, like Megan or me. the 20th day of the month, like me, this is how you calculate to that single number. Or if you're born on a, um, like an ele- like the 11th 20 20- or the 22nd, you'd keep the master number. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it's just a single talent that will become important at some point. So a lot of people don't put a lot of, um, emphasis on this specific number. Cause it's just like, it's just like one of those things but again
0: if we're considering it as it's always going to be a constant like you might get you might change your name at one point in your life and everything and then this other stuff if you're not well I (laughs) guess for the Pythagorean we are going off of your legal name anyway but you might change things but like this is like like, oh yeah it is constant so I can see why it's important and it is something that is in like other
1: systems as well so my birthday number is um a two Mm -hmm. Um, which I found an interesting contrast to my um, life path number. Cause again, if it's this um, it's, if it's a single talent, that's going to be important at some point. So like a one is a leader, but a two is a, a, like a partner, like a diplomat diplomatic and cooperative. And I feel like in my astrology and so it depends on the astrology you look at there are people who believe in north node and south node Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you're familiar with north node and south node but your north node i might actually flip this up but your north node is like kind of like your life path like it's like the things you need to work on in this life and your south node is like the opposite sign so it's like you're always going to have the matching pair um The south node is uh, things that you've worked on in like past lives if you believe in in that sort of thing um so my south node was very individualistic it was very like a leader thing um like it was a leader someone like yeah individual like very like okay i'm by myself and i'm doing this by myself and so opposite of that what I have to work on in this life is like cooperation and and being a partner and and working with people. And so to see that contrast in my life path number and then my birthday number was also very interesting because you have 1 which is like I'm also a leader in this life, but I'm my special talent whatever is coming through is like being a partner. So mm.
0: yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, mine's eight, <laughs> which that one, I can't even like, it's not like it, it boiled down to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is just straightforward. I was born on
1: the eighth day of the month. But I, I can't, like, you know, I feel like the fact that like your uh, numerology is so straightforward is like, so you like, you're just so straightforward and to the point And like, you're like, this is who I am. And like, I don't need to question it. I'm the type of person where it's like, I'm ever flowing, I'm ever changing. So like, I know so it's to
0: cool that my... it's like all over the place. Yeah. Like kind yeah, of like, like-
1: yeah. And it brings you all on a line. better than the other. It's just like very Definitely much like, yeah. pers- like your personality and who you are as a person. And like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like this is all over the place and I have to analyze everything and I have shit to work on. And I have like, <laughs> like and, and like, that's just like what I knew. Like I signed up for that life where I feel yeah. like, not that you don't have things to work on, but I feel like you're just very much like, this is what I need to do. And like, this is how I'm going to do it.
0: Like, it yeah, I yeah. totally, I, yeah. I think it's really funny because yeah. like when I looked at yours, At first I thought I was like I was like I must be doing it wrong and I I was like no but like everyone must have like the same numbers for everything that that just must be the case and then I saw yours and I was like oh no no (laughs) I was like no they're very different because like I'm like it can't just be like it's all lining up like again like obviously I was born on the eighth month the day of the month so like that's gonna happen you know what I mean but like I can't control that my life path number is that and that all the rest of them are nine like all the things associated with my name is nine um uh, but it is really funny uh I got a I got a real big kick out of that. And you're I do see what you mean though. I am like a very like this is who I am as a person. This yeah. is this is it. Um, I liked though that so like w- w- you know we've gone over what eight is um how so it's like organized systematic but also like I have to be careful money wise because I could be too materialistic or um like getting guess- that
1: tattoo right away. Like, <laughs> yeah
0: like- um, or I can just be like impatient and stuff. But I also like looked at this other, we're going to link like a couple of different sources for you guys. Um, but this other site I kind of uh, expanded more on that information, like specifically for the birthday number. And um, this is on AstroSeek. So again, I'll, I'll totally link it. But yeah. the the character trait or the possibilities, I'm not going to go into it all because they really go into it. Yeah. But um, one of the things off the bat is like, these people are full of energy. And I was like, wow, 100% because I've, don't need sleep I don't need caffeine and I can just go like I will just not stop going I was like that is very accurate like just off the bat um but it does like tie into the rest of the stuff like they have leadership inclinations they're quick-witted and enterprising and they have good imagination and they're determined and quick but honest and serious and they have a strong will and I was like wow I literally feel like I'm reading like a a chart of myself um and then on the other hand it's like The weaknesses or what I should learn about myself which I already knew this the number one thing is that they could be obstinate and stubborn and I'm like hello (laughs) me as a human being (laughs) but like I have to also again be aware of power and abuse of power and my position and money and everything um and that they can be selfish um or, and have no understanding for others, but I'm like, I don't really vibe with that part, but, you know, it's all things to be mindful of, so Mm -hmm. these are things where, like, since it's your weaknesses, if, if you slip into any of these, it'll be easy to take off with it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so that was, like, super interesting, but yeah, pretty much, like, I'm just eight and nine across the board, like, that's just, just eight and nine, just anything eight and nine, but again, I kind of love that, I was like, I love, I love the number eight, it's, like always been my favorite and you know like i don't know i just yeah. think it's cool <laughs> in cool. general
1: <laughs> um, did you before we kind of end this segment did you want to yeah talk a little bit about arrows and then we yeah can- i did i did want to talk about so it so yeah
0: yeah so something that i learned about um while looking into this um was arrows it's these things called arrows um i will link to it but it, they're the arrows of pythagoras um so when you are assessing your numbers like so we're talking about like the numbers one through nine what you can essentially do is put put your birthday numbers in particular this is what we're referring to in a chart so we have a three by three squared chart and you're putting the numbers one through nine in there so imagining the numbers one through nine um with three six nine across the top so that's a good way to set up the grid for yourself if you place your each number of your birthday in its appropriate square, and then take a look at it, you'll be able to see. You, not everybody has this, but there's this thing called arrows, and by that, it's if you have either three empty or three full squares in a row and it can go diagonal or along the side. Um, Not everybody will have an arrow in the numerological chart, but you could see that you have it. And it's really a good way to help explore further into numerology because it's really straightforward to assess it in the first place. And it's a good way of assessing really core strengths and weaknesses that's indicated with your birth date in particular. And there is a full like master list of what the arrows of Pythagoras are and their meanings because there's, you know, it's obviously limited one through nine. So there's only a limited amount that you can get. Um, So if you have any full arrows, so that's three spaces full in a row or diagonal a full arrow will represent your positive trait or your strengths and you can like consider them like um skills that you're naturally born with and that's something that you can use as a tool throughout your life and if you have empty arrows it shows where you're lacking and what maybe you need to work on or to avoid to avoid these kind of tendencies that you can pick up though you can easily it's not always just like negative just because it's empty like you can still utilize it as a tool and um right before we had started recording this episode I had asked Allison about it because I never heard of it before I started looking into research for this I didn't
1: know about it until like an hour ago (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) and so we drew up our charts and we figured it out um it's it's kind of like uh it's a cool little like further step into it that you can like analyze it and I realized that I have an empty arrow empty arrow three five seven which I just got a kick out of because I really am fascinated by the numbers three fives and uh, seven um, because they're such strong powerful numbers Um, and that arrow is known as the arrow of skepticism. It's also known as their arrow of vision somewhere. So if you're putting more positive spin on it and it's kind of like, um, naturally I was born a little bit more skeptical than other people. And I might, it might take a little bit more for me to, um, accept just information at face value, Mm -hmm. like anything that's out of my own comfort zone. Um, and I essentially could be maybe like a little too anxious about things or obsessive about things in my relationship and I need to be open to concepts and stuff. Um so it's it's just interesting. Again, not everybody might have an arrow. You could have no arrows whatsoever. Yeah. But I just happen to have the three five seven empty arrow. And Allison also has an arrow.
1: Yeah, I have the full arrow. I have a full arrow, just one full arrow um of the one five nine. Although mm-hmm. it, Megan told me it's the arrow of determination, but I don't quite remember all the facts because again, I just found out about it.
0: But. Yeah, so the arrow of determination means that you are like naturally a go-getter. Mm-hmm. Like, you're ambitious and you're born like persistent uh-huh. um, and you could essentially have a really good focus on your goals and to create more, like a more positive path and going forward, you should learn to be more adaptable and listen to other opinions which is something that eat for each of us I feel like we like have I can see how they took the the basis of the numbers that we were discussing and put it into these arrows yeah
1: and put it like almost together
0: yeah exactly so I'll also link a list of these major all of these I say major they're the only arrows that you can get because it's a one by nine it's a three by three square you can't get infinite (laughs) numbers in there um but yeah so we will link that
1: awesome sauce
0: yeah so that about wraps it up right
1: yeah that about wraps it up like we hit a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah we did (laughs) so I hope you enjoyed getting to know us through our numerology today yeah right I feel like we're very open about that I'm just like what's life if you're not an open an open book
0: yeah that's fair and also like like I said like you could get my full name and my phone at my phone
1: you if you have that that you can get my full name and my phone number just hit me up (laughs) <laughs> but also, like, I guess if you have the extra time and you were really looking for that, yeah, extra, it's available. Not, numerology, we did it for you. So yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of like, oh, I'm open
0: about this. It's out there. It's out there. But
1: I am curious if anybody calculates their own numerology using this specific system. Um, if you guys want to let us know if you've made any connections and if you feel like you um, you learned a little bit about yourself or you like affirmed anything about yourself. Um, so, you can reach us at our email, uh, out of the at gmail.com. And we also have our website, out of the average
0: And you can also DM us or comment or whatever, reach out to us on Instagram at out of the average pod and connect with us there. We are very interested in hearing from you guys. Mm-hmm. So, in the meantime, stay weird, friends. Stay weird. <laughs>